0: On News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this show. I'm a registered nurse. If you are just joining me for the second hour, thank you. It's lovely to have you. It's always my pleasure to be here. If you've hung on from the first to the second hour, thanks for staying with me. Much appreciated. Uh, We're focusing a lot on women's issues in the first hour and uh, I don't want to forget about the guys at all. Uh, Matt's still here with me so we're not forgetting about him either. Matt is behind the boards. He's the board op tonight and he's uh, going to be taking your phone calls or at least answering them. I'll take your phone calls if you like. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can call me about any questions you have about health, life, love, relationships, sex of course. Uh, That goes without saying. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a book that I have read this summer, and it uh, I picked it up at the airport. It's called The Power of the Other by Dr. Henry Cloud. It's, uh, the subtitle is The Startling Effect Other People Have on You from the Boardroom to the Bedroom and Beyond and What to Do About It. Now, uh, he talks about his brother-in-law who passed away, uh, was a Navy SEAL, and at his funeral, he learned about... Another Navy SEAL uh, came to the brother-in-law's funeral and told the author, Dr. Henry Cloud, he said, you know, I worked for 10 years to become a Navy SEAL, and I was in the last and final swim in order to get that designation. And he said at about, you know, with five minutes left of the swim, I had nothing left. I had nothing mentally, I had nothing physically, I had nothing emotionally. And I looked up out of the water and there I saw your brother-in-law and he gave me this, you know, you can do it fist up in the air. And he said, from nowhere came the the energy, the fortitude, the ability, the capacity to finish that swim. And I am a Navy SEAL because of your brother-in-law. And he was so struck, Dr. Henry Cloud was so struck by this, he decided to investigate the power of the other. I've certainly had the power of the other in my career and in my life and in one uh, particular circumstance where I had been bullied in the workplace and I was leaving that particular workplace. And uh, I happened to say to somebody that I uh, had tremendous respect for and really enjoyed working with in that workplace. I happened to tell him that I was leaving and he said, what are you going to do? And I said, well, nothing. I, I didn't imagine I'd ever work again. If you've ever been the target of workplace bullying, you know how devastating it is. You can become physically and emotionally ill. And, uh, and he said, well, why don't you work for me? And, uh, I said, well, I, I'm going to have to wait, uh, a little while till I recover from this, and he said, "That's fine. It's no problem." And you know, he was in my court on that day, and uh, and he's still. I still work with him today, Doctor Stephen K in North Vancouver. Somebody asked me today, in fact, are you still working with Dr. Stephen Kay? I said, I will never leave Dr. Stephen Kay. I am forever loyal to this man who has been there uh professionally and career wise to give me feedback uh, in the most uh respectful and gentlest and kindest way ever. And uh and he's been there to tell me when I've done it well and he's been there to tell me when I haven't done it too well. And uh and it's been it's been great. And so I he I also uh You know, he's just been a cheerleader, and this book talks about having somebody like that. And, you know, it just happens by chance, it doesn't happen automatically. Uh, And so I was fortunate enough to have, he's one of the others in my life, uh, who has uh, been that power of the other. But this book also talks about how you get into different corners of your life. Corner one, where you're really disconnected. Corner two, where you know, you're just taking all the punches. Corner three, you're on a high. And you know, things are looking good. Things are looking great. It may not actually be real. You know, Enron was in corner three for a while. And you all know what happened there. But um, And then Corner 4. And Corner 4 is the place you want to be. It is the place of reality. It is the place where you deal with your issues. It's the place where you are honest with yourself. You look at yourself. Uh, It's a true connection. It's the place where you say you actually want to get better. And and it may be somebody else who comes along and... um, uh, and says, you know, you need to get into corner four. It's the essence of what makes life work. And uh, it's it's a vital and basic place. And, you know, things that make life work are like oxygen and water and food. And you embrace your need for those. But when things aren't going well, you know, a lot of people can turn their back on, on when it's not going well and deny it and deny the problems and not look at it. Um, but if you... Are willing to open yourself up and look at it and um, make real connections because that's where that corner, uh, that's what that corner four allows you to do. So uh, it's a great book. I highly recommend it. It's a quick read. Uh, It's not too many pages. There's not many pictures. I will say that. So if you're a kind of person that likes pictures with your books, well, this isn't for you. It's about 200 pages. Anyway, so a great little read to help you improve your life and the quality of your life, which may help to improve the quality of your relationships. Um, So something else for the guys is I did receive an email from somebody last week and uh, I love this. No, (laughs) nothing gets past you. And it said, good evening, Maureen. I caught the last 20 minutes or so of your program tonight. I would like to pass along some information regarding penis size. The information was given to me by a woman in her early 40s. This is a man who writes this to me. She said, (laughs) women like a large penis. All right, let me just give you a little background here. I actually said that... um, uh, that on average, men's penis when erect is five to six inches. Okay, when flaccid, it's two to three inches. Okay, some men actually want women to make um, love to a flaccid penis, believe it or not. But anyhow, they won't get treatment for their erectile dysfunction. So I'll go back and read this. So I would like to pass along some information regarding penis size. This information was given to me by a woman in her early 40s. Should I take the collar and then? (laughs) Uh, Okay, why don't I take the collar? Because that's actually related to work uh, workplace bullying and I'm going to read you this little penis letter uh, after we go to break Hello, is that Mercedes?
1: Um, Hello, um, Hello. how are you?
0: Fine, things how are you?
1: Maureen, thank you so much for taking my call You're welcome When I heard you talking about, and I'm sorry I just tuned in a few minutes ago That's okay And, oh my gosh, you were so great Bullying in the workplace is so difficult I I left my job at 50 I had hoped to work to 55, but it wasn't possible. It is so tough.
0: It's terrible. And, and people experience a complex post-traumatic stress disorder, so a complex PTSD.
1: You know, Maureen, and people wouldn't even think, oh, my God, stress. Oh, you're under so much stress.
0: Well, they put it on you, actually.
1: It, I didn't share it with a lot of people because the first time I heard it, it was like, don't say anything else to anyone. It is so tough.
0: It's terrible. Are you Are you working now?
1: No, I'm not. Are
0: you, are you better now? Are you physically or emotionally better? I
1: am so much better. Oh, that's great. Never, never went back to work. Never did. Never did. Oh, and did
0: you want to? Would you want to go back to work? I
1: wanted to go back to where I was working for 25 years. Oh. And it was so tough. And I'm not going, oh, poor me, poor me. But, wow, what an experience that was after 25 years in the same job. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. And, you know, people can experience hair loss, weight loss, heart palpitations, anxiety, skin stinging, um, you know, unwanted thoughts or uh, kind of.
1: Oh, my God, Maureen, you're so right. Mm -hmm. Like, I just thought, end it, end it.
0: A lot of people do become suicidal. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, uh, And it's, you know, it's, it's you're you know, the, the only good thing I can say about it is likely you were chosen. You were chosen as a target because you're a sunny personality, well liked by your colleagues, productive, competent. Those are the ones that the bullies like to take down. They want your light for their darkness.
1: Maureen, I am just going to say I did my best at my job.
0: I'm certain you did. I'm certain you did a whole lot better than a lot of people at your job. For sure. And that's why you were targeted.
1: Maureen, thank you so much for taking my. Oh,
0: you're welcome. Well, take care of yourself. You, there is life after workplace bullying. I'm, uh, I'm here to uh, as the poster child for it. <laughs> anyway, so when I come back, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to read that penis letter to you. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980, CKNW. I'm Maureen McGrath. I am hosting this show. I have had a couple of calls. A couple of shy guys wouldn't talk to me. So here are the questions that have been conveyed to me. One of them is, where to find Joy Gel? Joy Gel is a personal moisturizer for women's vaginas. It is only available at one store right now. Mark's Pharmacy out in Delta, 80th and 120th. Or, or you can email me nursetalk at hotmail dot com and I can send some to you. so um uh, you can email that and you can purchase it through uh, through me. i I'm, I anyway. I think it's on my website. I can't remember. Anyway, not good. I'll check. Can you? Okay, thanks. But otherwise, just email me, nursetalkathotmail.com. You can buy it through me. All right, so that's one question. And then the other question was, and I'm going to get to the penis eye shortly, and then I'm going to get to the single ladies uh, like to have sex as well. Okay? Women have sexual desire. I know there's a big double standard out there, but... um, uh, so I didn't want to forget this little email from Neil. Okay, so Neil wrote, I caught the last 20 minutes of your show tonight when I talked about penis size. I'd like to pass along some information regarding penis size. This information was given to me by a woman in her early 40s. Whatever that has to do with the slice price of eggs. Anyway, I'm not sure. But uh, she said, Women like a large penis, I guess, eight inches or more. When they won, well, good luck finding that. Anyhow... <laughs> When they, one, fantasize about penises, or two, when they are having sex and are on top, or three, when they give fellatio. Well, that never happens either. So anyway, good luck. Women like the standard size equipment when they, one, are on the bottom, or two, when they are receiving anal sex. You're not talking about married women, right? Anyway, women do not like two or three inches at all. I thought this was really hurtful because there is really no feeling. When a woman finds out her new boyfriend has small equipment, she will find some reason to stop the relationship unless she hasn't really ever dated and by implication has to take whatever she can. There is a lot of talk about penis size, but in my experience, little talk about vaginal depth. (laughs) I was curious about this with my second-to-last girlfriend, so we had a talk. What we did was to use her vibrator, and I put it into her until she told me to stop. The depth was four inches. She was happy with me because I have standard equipment, like most other guys around this city. But anyway, and thus she felt full. There is a proverb, happy wife, happy life, that seems to be well known, yet few know of the proverb, subscribed. Happy home, happy man, happy marriage. Anyway. Thanks for your email. The vagina is elastic. Uh, it's uh, estrogens, the hormone regulator that allows for its elasticity, and it will stretch. In other words, and so uh, women's vaginal vault or vaginal size, it's different. It does, you know, it has nothing to do with how tall they are or short, whatever. Um, and so it can stretch, and it just has to do with how. It, so the four inches may, although it's approximately that size, but it's you know two to three to four uh it's it could have stretched maybe had been a little bit stretched because of her pain threshold but anyway um so so that's that's that that's one woman's opinion not necessarily science but nonetheless um that women do fantasize about sex and women do enjoy sex that's not uh something that's not true so i also had another call from a shy guy and he wouldn't talk either what was his question matt
2: um, well he's he's been uh, he's 50 plus he's
0: been single for a couple of years and he's having a problem uh, maintaining an erection now okay so I, I, it's hard to know no pun intended it's hard to know whether he can attain uh, a, uh, attain an erection and maintain the erection because that's the definition of erectile dysfunction. And of course, erectile dysfunction may occur at any age. Uh, it's a little bit more common in older people, but at 50, it's not uncommon or even over, over 50. It's not uncommon. And uh, there could be a number of reasons for it. So it can be the canary in the coal mine. So you may want to go to your doctor and speak about that. You may, um, there are certainly conservative measures. You can exercise, you can cut down on sugar, cut down on alcohol. I don't know what your lifestyle is. Uh, if there's stress in your life, that will kill an erection too much alcohol that'll kill an erection Uh, chronic masturbation that will kill an erection uh so also um you know what are you doing during um are you psychologically aroused what are you doing if you're masturbating when you're masturbating uh so there's lots um of things that come into play there pun intended uh but also there are medications should some of the conservative measures not work but definitely it's a conversation you need to have with your doctor because it is definitely a health issue i am telling you this is a health issue so um you've got to start believing me uh and it's a turnoff you know uh erectile dysfunction is actually a giant turnoff for women and and men who if that are in relationships with other men and trans people who are in relationships with men or with other women or whomever. So this affects everybody. So erectile dysfunction is, is a big turnoff uh, for people that you may be in a relationship with. So it's a good idea to uh, get some help for it. And a lot of guys do not get help for their erectile dysfunction and I'm not sure uh, why why they don't. If there's an embarrassment about it or or whatever, but it's easily treated, and you'll be a lot healthier. You'll feel better. You'll sleep better. You have less pain. You'll be in a better mood. That's always good. There's some few other things that turn women off as well. Physical disgust is one thing. It's an anti-sexual lockdown when a woman is grossed out by something or, or anybody, a trans person or a uh, a man is grossed out by something that uh, is, uh, you know, gross in the environment, or that's going to be a sensitivity to your bodies. And this is a safety mechanism to protect people from disease. So keep your environment lovely and clean and nice. Um, You know, you don't have to have plant boxes around, guys, but you know, uh, take some time. Your body you know, make sure your body is clean, your nails are trimmed. I mean, this is basic stuff, but this could be a huge turnoff for people. So uh, a partner, whether you have a uh, woman or a trans or whomever, another man, they want your body to be clean. So uh, it's especially if you're going to be physically intimate. You don't want, she doesn't want to think or a a partner doesn't want to think about all the gross places you've been during that experience. And of course, wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, clean clothes, freshly brushed teeth, go a long way, clean fingernails. As I said, mental stress, another can be a big turnoff as well. And if uh, I know spending days, juggling tasks, managing people, making money, you know, uh, starting a new business, these are all Big issues, but you know, find those solutions to uh, managing the stress because this can also be—it's a big turnoff when somebody else is really stressed or somebody doesn't have confidence. That's another big turnoff. Or an emotional disconnection is another turnoff. Um, for people as well, so be connected, be there in the moment, be with the person, talk to the person. Of course, today's day and age with um, social media and computers, you can really remove yourself from a conversation, from the intimacy uh, and sexual arousal. You know, may just may not occur when somebody feels that your their your attention is spent on somebody on something else and not necessarily them. So anyway, those are just a few things to think about. Uh, In addition to that erectile dysfunction, definitely keep that uh, erectile dysfunction, just get that uh, dealt with because there's lots of treatment. So my next segment, which is for the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies was spawned as a result of an email that I got as a, on a segment that I did last week, and she wrote, Hi, I was excited to hear your topic of the day, all the single ladies, exclamation point. As a woman who has been single for the past 10 years, it does put a bee in my bonnet that your experienced speaker is engaged and has been in a relationship for three years. Where's the current info? She had some good information for the newly and or down and out singles, but I would love to hear some extension on the topic. How about getting down to the actual sexual aspect of being single? From those ladies who have had an active sex life as a single lady and for those that don't. How do you keep your confidence up when you are either dealing with one-night stands or no sex at all? Thank you, Carrie. That's a great question that spawned this next segment. All the single ladies. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980. (laughs) Calling all the single ladies segment. Hi there, it's Maureen McGrath. Thanks for staying with me. Thanks for waiting for this segment until 9.30 tonight. A very important segment, I must add. Uh, you know, I had an email which I read to you before uh, the break, if you're just joining me now. And uh, basically, the um, emailer wrote in and asked uh, I did have somebody on last week. She just wanted to share, she wasn't an expert. She just wanted to share what she had learned through years of being single. She was now going to the dark side, she was getting married. And um, she, but she had some strategies that helped her her really more emotionally than sexually. And she wanted to share those. So um, I probably was, uh, you know, could have uh, gotten in there and talked about uh, sexual desire. Um, But fortunately, Carrie has emailed me and reminded me of the importance of this because we don't think about women as being sexual. Number one, we think about women as being pure and not liking sex in part because... For a long time, we've been calling him a stud and her a slut. There's a definite sexual double standard out there. And slut is applied to women engaged in any activity besides praying, knitting, or sitting perfectly, not opening their mouth, not saying anything. Uh, And he is a stud. The more women, the more notches in his belt, the more respect we have for him. Uh, so, chances are, if you have a vagina, you have been called a slut at some point in your life, at least once. You know, interesting, I did this TEDx Stanley Park talk, and I did have an email asking where people could see that. And so, you can actually just go to YouTube and just uh, type in Maureen McGrath, TEDx Stanley Park, and there it is. Um, so, when I showed a friend of mine in the, on the East Coast, a colleague really, and friend, all my colleagues are my friends. <laughs> anyway, um, they you get to know them so well. But, anyhow, He said to me on on one part of the TEDx talk, I spoke about how my mother had said, uh, if you French kiss a boy you know, it means he wants more. I'm like, fantastic, hot tip. Thanks for the hot tip, mom. Uh, but he said, you know, do you want to maybe leave that out because you don't want people to think you're promiscuous? I thought, you know, are you on crack or what? Uh, it, you know, and, and it's still that, like, and he works in the sexual health field, don't forget. So it's still that automatic. That's how men and women, girls and boys have been socialized. It's okay for boys to like sex. It's not okay for girls to like sex. Well, I'm here to say it is okay. Number one, it is okay To have sexual desire as a girl, as an adolescent, as a woman, sexual desire is normal, it's okay, it's fine, and it doesn't mean that you are a slut. And I think it's time we ended those words, slut and promiscuous and whore. They're all applied to tramp. They're all applied to women. They're never applied to men. And how many times have women, I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here, but how many times has Rape been discounted because a woman was deemed a slut. And how many times are women called whores while their partners beat them? How often are women's sexual histories used against them in workplace harassment cases? That sexual double double standard is a lot more dangerous than we think. So it's time that we have a paradigm shift on this uh, perception about sexual desire. So as a single woman with... uh, you know, how does a single woman navigate her sexual desire, navigate this world when she has sexual desire? This is normal, it's healthy, it's okay. And guess what, ladies, it's your choice. It's your choice on how you can deal with it. And I I really think uh, sexual self-esteem and sexual self-confidence plays a huge role here. And it's really how you, you feel about yourself and you have to take care of yourself. Number one, and you have to continue it, continue to be in, in singledom, continue to be a sexual woman. Try not to get off on this. I'm not good enough. A partner completes me. Somebody, I need somebody else in my life. That's not going to work. That's not healthy. That's not good. What is going to work is to strut your stuff. Make sure that you can strut your stuff. Drex was asking me the other night, um, you know, uh, do you feel comfortable naked? Feel comfortable naked. Maybe eat the get naked diet, which is a clean diet, which is not what I had today, which was a, a those fake veg, veg, vegetarian sandwiches on chapata bread with cream cheese. And then I had milk duds for dessert. Anyway, don't eat that. So eat, <laughs> eat healthily, stay in shape, exercise, keep that blood flowing. Uh, You can watch a little bit of porn if you like. Uh, Don't forget to self-stimulate, self-explore, feel good all under, be that sexual being. Go out in the world where you are that sexual being. Also, change up your routine. Uh, Go to different events. Join a club, join a running club. You want to go out and you want to meet people. But also, you may not want to meet somebody that... You want to spend the rest of your life with, but you might just want to have sex with them. They might just be that hot that night and you might be in that mood and that's okay. That's absolutely fine. Uh, Of course, this is a, men are probably thinking, why are you even saying this? Because this is how it has been for men, but this is not the way that it is for women. So it's difficult. You know, we think of women who are single and we think of, oh, they don't have somebody in their life. They don't have a man or another woman if they're in want. If they desire to be in a same sex relationship and we feel sorry for them or we or we feel that um, you know they just need somebody there, but nobody ever thinks about the sexual desire, the sexual arousal, the need to be touched, the need to have their erogenous zones massaged, the need to have to be intimate with somebody the need to be so close and get so aroused and so excited and to experience orgasm and to to play and to have fun and to make it, uh, you know, beyond fantasy or to actually live out some of the sexual fantasies that women are having. And newsflash, women are sexual beings and it is okay. And, you know, women have to stop calling other women sluts and whores and tramps and putting other women down. When their relationship doesn't work out, or when they stay with a partner who has cheated, Uh, that's the new shame these days. Is uh, when uh, because a lot of married people are not having sex, and you know perhaps somebody who's been single longer may value sex a little bit more because it was something that they didn't have uh, for a long time, and and that is definitely something. If you're single and you are not sexually active, you're not having sex with somebody, it's okay. Um, you know, it's, it's, but, but it doesn't mean that you can't go out and you can't meet somebody and have sex with them. So there's a new app that I want to talk to you about. We're going to go to break now. And uh, I want to talk to you about a new app and, and how it was born and what are some of the benefits for women. And how it can be advantageous because I do like to give you tools and and give you like give you things to try. Uh, we have an election coming up next year. I would say join a political party, get out there and help with uh, some of the political campaigns. Ch- you know, commute on the bus to go to work, join a, a club, go to a party that you're invited to. You heard a caller earlier. She was she met someone through mutual friends. Get on, go online, go go to a matchmaker, do a combination matchmaker or online. Anyway, um, but this app is something interesting and I'm going to talk to you about it when I come back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Maureen McGrath. Thanks for being here with me tonight. We're talking about the single ladies because there's a big issue around sex and the single ladies. How do you deal with your sexual desire when you're single? If you have a particular way to deal with your sexual desire and you're single, give me a call. 604-280- 9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You never know who you're going to help. You know, this attitude, I think I really think a part of it is, a big part of it is this attitude around women and sexuality and how we educate girls and women about sex. It's fear-based. It's negative. Something bad's going to happen to you. You'll lose your reputation. Uh, You know, interesting, my TEDx video has been on the sexless marriage has been seen by about 4,000 people, you know, it's not that many, but, um, but, you know, I've gotten the most common question that I get from (laughs) the people who have viewed it from like Tunisia, Algeria, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, America, Canada, everywhere. It is like, do you like sex? It's like, Women are not supposed to like sex and because we've been tarred with that brush. And so it's this big secret that women like sex. So I'm basically just giving you permission to say, yes, I like sex. I need sex. I want sex. And you want to go out and you want to get sex and don't feel the least bit badly or guilty about it. So always Feel good all under. This is a couple of my tips, okay? Make sure your body is in as great a shape as possible. Feel good all under. Buy yourself lingerie, beautiful lingerie. Um, You know, don't ever settle. Don't settle for somebody because 10 years down the road, you're going to say, uh, I settled. I thought my biological clock was ticking. I, you know, didn't want to have to freeze my eggs. Uh, You know, so be sexual. The other thing is bring sex toys into your life, into your world. And I think the best ones... One, I think the best one, in all honesty, you've heard me talk about this before, is the womanizer. I get more and more emails from patients who say that was the best thing ever. Um, so, you know, time to bring sex toys in. Self-explore. Know what feels good. Be ready. Uh, absolutely be ready for when you meet that person, that guy, that other woman, whomever you want to meet, Um And and want to have sex with them that night. Perhaps you just want to have a friend with benefits. And that's okay, too. There's a lot of people out there that have that. Sex is so secret. It's so secretive. You'd be surprised what your neighbors are doing, I'm telling you. I know, because they actually come to my office. Um, But, you know, I even get surprised at certain, um, never judgmental, but just maybe a little bit surprised. But uh, so really... Don't forget that you are a sexual being, and uh, um. The, anyway, the uh, I have uh, Richard on the line. Hello, Richard. Hello. How are you, uh,
2: Ma- 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 Maureen? Yes. yes. I'm talk. I want to talk about the fact that the perception by men that women's organs orga- uh, or, uh, organs are dirty. And as there was an article in... Uh, hang on, hang on. What was that? I'm sorry, I missed they it. They feel that they think that they're somehow dirty and they have to be cleaned and washed all the time. Oh,
0: you know, you're absolutely correct. A lot of women say, I feel like his penis is dirty. One woman wanted to put a Safeway bag over her boyfriend's penis.
2: Yeah, but even, even men themselves oh, think that. Oh,
0: men feel that their penises are dirty.
2: No, but the, and that's what she was writing about, too. West, Rosemary Westwood on monday july fourth two thousand and sixteen and she was saying it 's absolutely cr- uh, crazy, and the doctors say it 's absolutely ridiculous that that men should feel that way that they have to groom their their their, their genital areas oh they 're shaving you mean shaving and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. and, and even that the, the inside is dirty and they have to be cleaned and everything and one of the things I learned when I was about thirteen or fourteen years old, I was taking care of. I was in a, uh, um, a newsstand, and I was taking care of the newsstand, and uh, as the owner would go away from, into a bar or something, I would start reading the magazines, and, and especially a lot of them deal, uh, were with dealing with women's organ- orgasms, and I said to myself, "That sounds interesting, and so it turned me on to giving organic sex to women. And, uh, and organic the, sex? Or, or, orgasms. <laughs> not organic sex, but well, orgasms.
0: Well, that does it for a lot of guys. Uh, you know, we're, we're running out of a bit of time, but thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it, Richard because I want to get to this app for single ladies. Uh, And it's called Bumble. Have you heard of Bumble? It was actually started by the woman who left Tinder. Uh, She filed a sexual harassment claim against them and went out on her own, empowered herself, started her own business. And a couple of them, one is called Broadly, and that actually she... Uh, Counsels or, or consults with trans men on how to express their femininity, and this is Bumble. This is the app, uh, and it's after two people mutually opt in to connect with each other by swiping right. They're added to each other's hive of connections. Then the following actions uh, will depend on the user's gender. The woman always makes the first move. I love that because we expect men to make the first move in this life, in in dating and in uh, relationship. Relationships. If she doesn't say something to a new connection within 24 hours, that connection disappears forever. And men can't start a conversation with the female users, but they can show special interest in a match by extending just one per day to remain in queue for an additional 24 hours. So it's designed to counter problematic and antiquated heterodating norms. The above rules do not apply to same sex or friend connections. Uh, and in each, in either case, either person has to make the first move within 24 hours. So it's not an app just for heterosexuals. Uh, it's, uh, it's not a sexist app either because the girls go first. It's a bit more safety. Anyway, Bumble, it's a new app for dating. So that's what I'm giving to the single ladies out there tonight. I am Maureen McGrath. We're going to break. You're listening to the Sunday night sex show here on news talk, 980 CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday night sex show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. We're talking about the single ladies. I'm giving them some advice as to how to deal with their sexuality and their desire to have sex. Of course, did I mention the Womanizer? Best sex toy out there. I think I started to say something uh, but didn't. But bring those sex toys into your life. Uh, It's uh, a fantastic device. And you want to keep that sexuality going and, and keep that at the forefront of your mind. Now, when I have patients who come into my office and one has cheated or, you know, there's a situation where it's been a sexless marriage and then there's been infidelity. I mean, there can be lots of hurt and lots of pain, but I, I often try and stress it is, this is about the sex. (laughs) He wanted to have sex women cheat too. We just don't get caught. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, women do cheat. Like I am always amazed that people will say, you know, well, women don't cheat. And I'm like, well, who do you actually think the men are cheating with? They're cheating with women. Like people forget that. But in Ashley Madison, they were cheating with fembots and the FTC is not too happy about that. So I'm not suggesting this at all. Um, but Ashley Madison is, uh, it's uh, Back uh, with a new marketing campaign on steroids, and uh, so some people their their uh, branding or their marketing is now um, find your moment. And you know, so many people will say to me, "I would I would never cheat in my marriage. I'd never cheat in my relationship until that moment." Or they thought they never would until that moment. And this is the advertising that Ashley Madison. Is using right now, and they have a series of commercials that actually uh, show just somebody on a train and they just happen to catch each other's, each other's eyes or um, somebody at a party. And they happen to catch someone else's eyes. There's lots of different lifestyles as well for people. There's lots of different, you know, just assess the, you know, what you want out of a sexual relationship. You know, do you want kink in your relationship? Is there a particular lifestyle? There's lots of different options for single people to explore their sexuality as well. Uh, and Ashley Madison is, is, a it's basically a, a, a cheating, a website for Anyway, it's a cheating website for married people. I used to have a great uh, description of it. But um, now that they've changed things, but find your moment. And there are those moments you you may come across somebody's picture on on social media, for example, and and you might think that, you know, they're attractive, and that it's just so easy to reach out to somebody today. Um, You know, don't have such high expectations either that you want somebody to take you to the finest restaurant here in Vancouver, uh, you know, a lot of people, it's an expensive city in which to live. The incomes certainly don't match the the housing prices. Uh, you know, it's Canadian dollars as well, and it's Canadian taxes. And so that can be a real turnoff. If you expect somebody, you want to really base it on sexual attraction. That's what you want to base that relationship with. But uh, so Ashley Madison, which with its new campaign, which is Find Your Moment, Um, This is their new ad campaign. Uh, It's it's find your moment, single ladies as well. I give you the same advice. You know, there may be somebody that you just meet along the way or, um, you know, you may go on to Ashley Madison. Uh, A lot of men did and became uh, little mini stars that didn't want to, but uh, they became famous. Uh, So you've got to think about that as well. Uh, So, nonetheless, we're coming to the end of uh, the show. Two hours of sex. Who knows how quickly it flies by. Thanks, Matt, for all your help tonight. Yeah, thanks for having Uh, me again. Not at all. My pleasure. And, um, yeah, so I just want to tell you about a couple of things that I'm working on. I've always got something in my back pocket. Uh, I'm working on a national organization. I've actually... uh, started it. It's called the Women's Health Initiative Network. It's a national organization to raise awareness and education for women's issues kind of below the belt that are non-cancerous issues below the belt. So uterine fibroids, uh, bladder issues, vaginal health issues, and sexual desire, and also empowerment of women. So you'll see uh, the website is whin.ca. I'm the executive director of that. And uh, we're going to be doing a soft launch of that in August and then a hard launch in in November. And that's going to happen at uh, my Vancouver Women's Conference. Uh, which is happening in november it's a it's a conference for women about women by women and uh it's to help women navigate uh all of the issues in life that uh that can be challenging along the way and and uh, i'm I'm thinking of doing something like um you know auctioning off some hot men or something like it's so me uh- <laughs> Matt's got his hand up. Uh, So we're going to do something. This is going to be fun. It's going to be an experience. You're going to learn. You're going to love. So uh, certainly watch out uh, in the coming days and months for more information on the Vancouver women's conference. We're going to have some uh, great women there and powerful speakers and giving you great information. So, uh, uh, and there'll be, of course, a whole section on the single ladies. We're going to have a cocktail party. You know, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be at the Fairmont Pacific Rim as well hotel. So this we're expecting a thousand women at least. And uh, so anyway, go to my website, Back to the bedroom.ca. Follow me on Twitter at back the number two, the bedroom. When you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance until next week. Have a sexually healthy week. I'm Maureen McGrath. Thanks so much for listening. It's been my pleasure to be here with you.